Hi, my name is Monica Gleberman. I'm Victoria Dupuy. And you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. I can't even begin to explain how excited I am for today's episode. We are speaking to the cast and director of Girl in the Woods. I am so excited. We are speaking to Misha, Sophia, and Stephanie, who are all a part of the cast, and the director, Kristen, just in time for the show's premiere on Peacock. It's now available to stream, and I highly recommend checking it out. As always, thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to talk with you guys, and I know I have, like, no time, so I just want to kind of jump right in and ask what you kind of think about your characters, you know, obviously, Nolan, Tasha, Carrie... I feel like there's something relatable in each of the characters and all three of you are so different on the show, but yet you work so well together and play off each other so well. So I just want to know what you guys think is the reason for that with your characters. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it comes from the writing. I think that the writing of the show uh, was, our writer was very, very committed to these being real people and to them being messy teenagers that are figuring shit out. So I, I know that whether it comes to like the darker stuff of like, you know, gender identity or addiction with Nolan or like the more heartfelt stuff, like making a new friend in Carrie or, you know, you know having this friend in Tasha, like it, they're real people. They're real people that are messy in their emotions and struggling to navigate life. And I think that's what reads is that this, these are teenagers actually going through teen stuff plus monsters. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of dimension with each character, which I really appreciate. You know, there's amazing qualities in them, but you kind of see how they all mess up and maybe hurt other people as well along the way. But then you can see also their loyalty to their friendships and how important that is to them and what they want to make right. Um, I think that something I love about the characters in specifically Tasha and Nolan is their humor and their relationship and how goofy they are and all of their inside jokes. And as Carrie's the outsider at first, I think it's what she's so enamored by is their connection. She didn't grow up with that. She grew up in like a really serious colony and stuff. So you can kind of see as the show goes on and progresses, her pick up on their humor a little bit, kind of part of the team. I really like their loyalty to each other. I also feel like, um, yes, they are very different, but that's kind of what makes them work. Like they all fill each other's gaps a little bit. Um, especially towards the end of the season, you really get to see Tasha kind of start taking responsibility and stop running away from her issues and, you know, showing that love for her friends through actually stepping up and and doing what is needed of her in the moment. Carrie teaches her a lot. I feel like I can't give anything away here, but you you really see her step up and make hard choices. I think that's what I really like about Tasha as well. She is very loyal um, and she definitely shows her love for people. And she's very generous. I mean, she's like, Carrie, sleep over. After five minutes of knowing you, come on over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like, you know, we, I've seen them all. I like literally sat and like binge. I was like, this is huh. so good. So I watched all of the episodes. So obviously I don't want to give anything away for people listening. But for the first episode, at least, I love when Tasha and Carrie meet. Because literally Tasha, for some reason, feels the need to protect her. Because she's huh. hiding and dealing with like all sorts of stuff going on in her life and then just like welcomes her in and then I love that Nolan's like who are you all right cool (laughs) he's like all right I'm good with it like you know so I just love that connection why do you think Tasha welcomes Carrie so easily into her life 
See, this is what I think I have in common with Tasha. I can totally see that Tasha kind of, Tasha is also, Tasha and Nolan are the two like peas in the pod, but also the outcasts of the town, you know? So she's like, oh, an interesting person I've never met before in my small town. I'm, that's mine, you know? But she also, aside from that, I think she's very good at reading situations. Like she, she totally, even Nolan, like they have a secret language and they don't even have to speak. She definitely sees that Carrie's in trouble and that she was put in this place at the right time. You know, she's in the hardware store. She's like, oh, I, I need to figure this out. This is my job. So the loyalty is just never ending from her. I think she, she's always willing to lend a helping hand and see where it goes from there. Usually flourishes. (laughs) Yeah. And then Stephanie, I wanted to ask you like what it was like prepping because obviously Carrie does a ton of kind of martial artist type action and there it's very you're dealing with two worlds as an actor right like the very strict world that we do that we get to see you in and then this crazy kind of fluid world that you like move to and then because I only have one minute I'll ask and then Misha for Nolan how does it feel like I thought it was so wonderful that he's non-binary and I just loved how it was kind of like presented and brought out so I just wanted to ask you about that in particular because it was so great yeah well I think uh Nolan is absolutely struggling with gender identity and they figure out how to sort of express that sometimes in really dark and, you know, kind of messed up ways because that's what a lot of gender identity uh, crises, that's kind of how it manifests. But um, when they have such amazing friends and especially even a new friend in Carrie where Carrie even, you know, automatically starts using they, them pronouns with Nolan just because from Carrie's perspective, their colony is this place where spirit matters more than any sort of assigned gender. And that is so eye-opening for Nolan. So between uh, Tasha's love and care for Nolan and Carrie's kind of, you know, handling of Nolan in a very sort of uh, supportive way, I think it's one of those amazing gender journeys that's rocky, but incredibly heartfelt to watch. And then Stephanie, I just like, we'll throw it back to you. <laughs> That's kind of what was the most exciting part of the show for me was I, I love when I get to do a project and learn something new or um, train in any way, learn a new skill. So before shooting, we did three hours a day for two weeks of different MMA, martial art techniques, just so I could get the movement down and um, know how to memorize the choreography. And then when we got there, we kind of found the rhythm a bit more, which was not perfect because um, I don't think they're supposed to be professional martial artists, but they definitely have that technique, but it's a lot more scrappy and kind of more fighting dirty. That was, that was cool too, getting to work with that, kind of figure out the movement and, and what the kicks really look like, you know? So that was was pretty fun. Honestly, it was was a good time. I want to thank you guys. The show is fantastic. I think everyone's going to find something in it and it's heartfelt and it's amazing. And the three of you together are just stars. You're like perfect together. I love it so much. So just congratulations. I can't wait for people to see it. Hi. So I have to ask, obviously you're an amazing actress who's been in so many great pieces of work and then you've directed before. So what just like made you decide, I want to be involved in this project and I want to direct some of the episodes. Oh, it was just so fun. Um, I, when I got the submission to, you know, pitch on this project, I read it and I was like, oh, this is all of the things that I love, you know, turning stereotypes on its head, it's horror, it's drama, it's young angst and 
coming of age and cults and a badass female lead and world building. So it was really just like a candy, candy project. Getting to establish the like the colony that our main character comes from and the modern world set in a really small town similar to where I'm from. I just felt like I was like the perfect person to to direct the project and I had the best time doing it. I'm so proud of this little show. You have no idea. <laughs> well, it looks amazing because when you watch like the first episode, of course I watched them all because I like binged it. I was like so excited. But when you watch the first episode, I mean, even the elements, like the locations and the things that, you guys were able to incorporate makes it really feel like she literally came out of the middle of the woods, like in a really deep forest running for some reason, and then falls into the small town, which yeah. is like, yeah. I mean, the sets were amazing. And I think, you know, the sets were really amazing and this is a very low budget show. And we like, you know, it, I feel like what we were able to accomplish with our locations, like makes it feel like the scope of the show feels bigger. Um, the locations feel otherworldly. Her in the woods, we shot in the Pacific Northwest outside of Portland. And I, I had no idea that something like that even existed. It's the most beautiful place that I've ever seen in real life. It was like Narnia so lush and waterfalls and trees and moss everywhere it really allowed us to sort of lean into the supernatural heightened feeling of the show and it really um i think added a beautiful element we also did this during crazy covid times as we're all living sort of right when the vaccine was starting so now i feel like things are getting more dialed in but we were able to shoot outside a lot to keep everybody safe and navigate all of those all of those challenges as well well, I mean, the shots are beautiful. The way they're shot is amazing, especially because we don't really know what's going on. And then it's just like the juxtaposition between her and like her life and the darkness and the woods and, you know, the running and all of that stuff. And then the other teens that are just like living their life and doing their thing and the tech and all the stuff that they're doing. So the change between the two, the lighting, the way it was filmed, it just looked so good. Thank I felt you. like it was so specifically different to yeah. like make you so aware like this world that like we're all living in is so different from the world that Carrie's living in. Yeah, like, and I was that was like really like a huge thing going into it. I wanted there to be like a really distinct difference in even the color palette and how we framed her. When we're with her in the colony in the woods, it's like a, it's more like monochromatic. Um, and then you go to the modern world and it's like more fun. And we, I wanted it to be like the, um, the Nolan character and the Tasha character who it becomes a, you know, a trio of monster hunters. But when they come into Carrie's life, they actually are bringing color into her world and, and opening her eyes in a, in a whole new way. So those are all like very intentional choices that I'm so glad that you noticed. And um, it's just like so fun as, a, as, a, as an artist and as a director to be able to do that kind of world building. It's not like I'm just doing like a half hour sitcom. I'm getting to really have a huge landscape. Yeah, and you're kind of like setting the tone, you know, and for the like for the coloring, I noticed too, like right away, one of the first things, you know, they they do together is, you know, put makeup on and give her an outfit. And then, you know, the clothes go from literally a tan outfit into regular clothes. And then as the show goes on, she's wearing regular clothes and different outfits that she's obviously borrowing. But you could see her kind of sort of getting into their world a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think you did such a great job kind of showing that because you're kind of starting us off into this kind of yeah. new world. So I yeah. think and, and the, the makeup situation, I really liked how the character 
you know, it, everyone's seen like a makeover montage and I wanted to really make this one feel different and have our main character not be super glamorous. So I love how when Tasha makes her over, she's like, um, maybe not, maybe I'm not quite ready for that. And then we keep her in a really androgynous look. She's wearing baggy clothes that don't show off her figure. She's really dressed like me in high school, to be honest. Like that's what I was going for with her. It's a little like me in high school, Alicia Silverstone in the Aerosmith videos and a little like, you know, Claire Danes in my so-called life. Those were the real strong, the strongest references that I used in um, creating her look with the costume designer, Aaron Orr. And then, you know, having a lot more fun and freedom with the Tasha character. So it was kind of like Carrie is wearing stuff that Tasha probably has in the bottom drawer and the stuff that she doesn't like that much, like gives it to her and Carrie's like going for it. So we wanted them all to each to have a, a distinct look, but it, um, everything was very deliberate. I guess I will just end with overall, you know, that there's so much to the show, the non-binary, the you know, LGBTQ, like all of the stuff that you guys are bringing into it and all the elements. So the show is much more layered than just obviously these three characters. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you, like, how do you feel, I guess, with the overall project and being a part of something that's going to, I feel, be relatively historic because it's so different. I totally agree. And I loved all of the gender fluidity and the sexual fluidity in the show. I found it to be so exciting to be a part of. The representation, the LGBTQ plus um, community is all like front and center of this. Um, and the diversity and, you know, we really try to take every opportunity to flip a stereotype on its head. Jasmine Johnson, the creative at Crypt, um, and I kind of would talk about this every day, in the script, for example, maybe there'd be a scene where it says there are background people in the kitchen. And we were like, let's not just put women in there. Let's put men in the kitchen. And then when you see a character with a child, let's make the caretaker men. Like, let's, let's take every opportunity to flip what you immediately go to in your mind. Um, so for me, I found this, this environment, the inclusiveness, uh, the representation to be wildly exciting and something I am beyond proud of. Well, you did a fantastic job. It's so good. And I noticed all of those things, which thank is why you. I enjoyed it so much. So thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, it, it's great to talk about the show with people who have seen it because this is my first day talking to anybody about it. So this is exciting for me as well. Thank you. Thank you.